0: Wake up with Sophie and Jeff.
1: Weekday mornings on Ottawa's Pure Country 94. We all say we get this show started. One, two, I want, two, The best way to start your day. Let's go! The morning pickup with Sophie and Jeff on Pure Country 94.
2: Oh, good morning. What a day. So gorgeous. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, it's not it's not great out there. The roads are brutal. Yeah, they are. It's pretty brutal out there. Uh, So please be careful. I imagine uh, today we are going to have a number of traffic reports. Of course, no school buses running in Ottawa and eastern Ontario. Uh, As far as we know, schools are open. But uh, buses have been canceled. Yeah, that that was a fat chance.
0: You should cancel your drive into work too, if you can work from home. If you can, yeah. Yeah, if you like, that's the nice thing about the one good thing about the pandemic. We got up and running mm-hmm. on that technology that allows you to work from home and stay safer and keep and keep the roads clear for emergency vehicles to handle it and. It's and true. the cleanup crews, like, it's pretty good. It's true. Yeah. Today
2: is Australia Day, which okay. couldn't be further from the opposite, or it couldn't be more opposite from where we are and further away from where we live.
0: They're in the middle of the
2: hot summer right now. Amazing. <laughs> we'll just think about it. Yeah. Peanut brittle day. How do you feel about peanut brittle? I think I will like it when I'm 75. <laughs> like what do you think? Broken bits of pottery. Yeah. In your teeth. Yeah. <laughs>
1: That's really great.
2: <laughs> Green juice day.
0: Okay. Pretty much have one of those every day. Sure. And Spouse's Day. Oh, your spouse. Yeah, love on your spouse. Take a look at them and say hi for once.
2: <laughs> yeah. Stop ignoring your spouse. <laughs> Today's the day to do it.
0: Okay. Coming up, we are in three things. We're going to talk about Luke Combs. He is the f- one of the first round of Grammy performers. The lineup is looking pretty good. Garth Brooks has addressed Congress about the ticket scalping yeah. issue. And Ottawa is one of the most overrated cities in the world to visit.
2: I saw this, and I I was actually offended.
0: I'm totally offended.
2: All right, me too. Great,
1: we'll talk. Okay, good. That's I think the study up. is stupid. One, two, three. Jeff's Three Things. All
0: right, Grammy performers. Some of them have been announced. Luke Combs is among the performers in the upcoming Grammy Awards. That's pretty good. He's up for three Grammys, so that would be cool. nice to see him perform and let the rest of the world know what he's all about. Yes. Who else is playing? Bad Bunny of course. Bad Mary, Bunny. Mary J. Blige. I look forward to that. Brandy Carlisle, fantastic. So already the lineup is good. Very uh, good. Yeah. Lizzo, Sam Smith. Lizzo is a fantastic performer. Mm-hmm. The 65th Annual Grammy Awards hosted by Trevor Noah. What?
2: One of my guilty pleasures is uh, The Body Shop by Sam Smith.
0: Oh, okay. Nice. <laughs> I don't
2: even know if that's what it's called, but you know that song where he sings about The Body Shop? Yes. <laughs>
0: That's funny. (laughs) The 65th annual Grammy Awards hosted by Trevor Noah will be broadcast live February 5th. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Thing two, Garth Brooks wrote a letter to Congress. You know, they're talking about this um, Ticketmaster issue with the Mm -hmm. Taylor Swift tickets and and pre-sales not ever making it to general public. Mm -hmm. He is asking to make ticket scalping illegal. Mm -hmm. He believes that it would eliminate bots and dynamic pricing controversies because it would put everyone on a level playing field. Mm Mm-hmm. Right. I can't believe it isn't illegal. It's not legal to scalp He's tickets. He's been asking for this for a long time. Right. And like but you can't buy sense tickets legally and then go out, you know, out and say to people, Hey, I've got sense tickets and No, sell but there them.
2: are loopholes.
0: So yeah, there's a secondary market that by the way, Ticketmaster owns <laughs> where you can sell your tickets legally. Yeah. yeah. Uh, in the States though, it seems like it's a free for all. Yeah, it's a bit out of control over there for sure. Yeah. All right, and finally, thing three Ottawa is one of the most overrated cities to visit. This
2: this really, uh,
0: yeah, like I wasn't offended when I read this. I am offended as well. It is a survey uh, out of the UK. We rank 60th on the world's most disappointing places to visit.
2: <laughs> oh, but how many <laughs> of them have actually visited? So
0: listen to this. This is why I think the list is garbage. I really do. So first of all, we're fourth in Canada for disappointment. Toronto's first, then Montreal, then Vancouver, then us. But uh, The most overrated city in the world to visit, according to this, Mm -hmm. was uh, Bangkok, Thailand. Okay? Okay. Sure. Uh, We've got Singapore in there. Okay. London, Mm -hmm. England. Mm -hmm. Paris is ninth. Tokyo is 10th. What are you expecting? Those are amazing cities. Like, London's an amazing place. Tokyo is crazy. Like, yeah, I don't know. They said why-
2: Montreal is the second most overrated Canadian destination. That's, that's crazy that's, to me.
0: Yeah, it's such a great city. There's so
2: many wonderful things there. It's one of the uh, few cities that we have with any real like nostalgia and history and old buildings and all that stuff.
0: It just has a very Euro feel. Right. I, I just think overall, this might be a list of places I want to see instead <laughs> of.
2: <laughs> but it's funny because it also says the study concludes there is an 8.6 percent chance tourists are likely to have a bad time in Ottawa.
0: See, that's so low
2: likely to have a bad, so they don't even know for sure. <laughs> They're just assuming. I mean, we're fun. I know we've had some, we've had a little bit of a reputation of being sleepy, but I think we're getting better.
0: We're way better. We're
2: definitely a lot ruder than we used to be, so that's <laughs> saying something. <laughs> we've got some edge now. Yeah, we definitely do. Have you been out there? Yeah. I yeah. dare you to come to Ottawa. It's dangerous. Woo!
1: That's what you need to know. Sophie and Jeff, the podcast. Coming
2: up, the boomer millennial
0: debate. Another one. Things boomers say versus things that millennials say.
2: (laughs) All right. I play millennial.
0: And I play, I guess, boomer. All right. (laughs) Although I do say some of the things these boomers say.
2: (laughs) Well, you're an old soul.
0: Sophie and Jeff, the podcast.
2: Boomers versus millennials. First of all, just to clarify, boomers are people who were born between 1946 and 1954. Okay. But there is a second group of boomers. These are my parents. Okay. Boomers 2, a.k.a. Generation Jones. Didn't know that was a thing. I'm sure,
0: keeping up with them.
2: Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that were born between 1955 and 1964. Millennials are anyone who was born between 1981 and 1996. You're looking at
0: one. There you go. And so you are really kind of uh, right in the middle of the millennials. Uh, I thought you were so on the edge, but you're not really. No, not really. Okay. So a true (sighs) millennial here in our midst.
2: Okay. This is why we love the internet because uh, millennials have come out with some of the things they think that boomers always say. And uh, (laughs) it's really funny. (laughs) We're going to let you know what those are. And then of course, boomers responded with what they think millennials always say.
0: This is so good. By the way, uh, even though I'm a Gen Xer, which we all forget. I do a lot of these boomer things.
2: Well, your parents were boomers, so you have some experience. Yeah. All right. So here we go. As a millennial, okay, uh-huh. I think that uh, some of these are very good. Like, okay. boomers love saying, I'm videoing this. Busted. Right? Totally no one's did. videoing anything anymore. No. Although yeah. it's still called video on your it's, camera, a, you
0: are video. But just saying, I'm yeah. videoing this. It's a weird way to just, say. Just say recording.
2: This is one of my favorites. Just nuke it. Just nuke it. It's fine because yeah. microwaves were a thing. Everybody used them all the time.
0: Yeah, and it, you know, everyone just made that thought. It was so funny to say <laughs> nuke it. I, I don't know why. Boomers
2: also love to go phone tag when they miss your call. <laughs> <You're> yeah. <it>. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, that's the million dollar question. Oh God. All right, that's also like. Such a dad thing to say. Yes. Uh, You ever uh, walked up to a boomer and they've said, sit here. I won't bite. Oh, my gosh. That's kind of weird. Uh, How about calling it pot instead of weed? Boomers love calling it pot instead of weed. Um, Let's see if this works when handing over a credit card. My dad does that all the time. Oh, really? He also says, so what's the damage?
0: I'm busted on that. The damage. Yeah, it's so stupid. Yeah. What's what's the damage on that, baby?
2: In all my years, <laughs> boomers love saying that. They also love giving the the hill example. I used to have to walk up the up hill. The hell, yeah. Uphill. Was it uphill both ways? Yeah. Sure. Uh, referring to and still using landline phones, like how's that real? Boomers think that you actually still need a landline phone to live life
0: because there's like <laughs> that thing where you're like, well, we need to do a dry loop, and they're like, well, I might as well keep my landline then if you have to have a dry. I don't even know what they
1: mean. <laughs>
2: Uh, And then, of course, saying not that there's anything wrong with that when finding out someone's gay. (laughs) Right? Because they just don't know what to say. They just don't know what to say. So those are some uh, popular things that millennials think boomers say.
0: Okay, let's go through the things that boomers think millennials say. And I think it's great. Ditto is tops on the list. All right, Uh, fine. Right? Well, it's a classic. One of my favorites on this list is saying, so I did a thing. And <laughs> the thing is re- referencing something simple, like bought a desk or something. Yeah. And like, <laughs> instead of just saying, I bought a desk. Cuteness overload. It's another one.
2: I, okay, fine. Yeah, sometimes. All right. This one is everywhere. Yes.
0: I was today years old when I learned blank. I know, I know. So boomers think that millennials say this way too much. Um, wait, what?
2: Well, if the boomers had taught us sooner, we wouldn't have to say it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Saying wait before everything, before every random revelation. Wait, yeah, Yeah. wait. Wait, what? Wait, what? (laughs) Saying how people win things like, oh, he won the internet or she won TikTok. Yeah, that is a popular one, I will say. Um, You don't have butts. You guys all have booties. Of course. Booty, booty. Do millennials say this a lot? You must be fun at parties. (laughs) Yes. Right? Yeah.
2: Right? Oh, my gosh. Right? I, I still really love that one, right?
0: People say right a lot I when love you're in the it. millennial. I love it. It's my favorite. It's a total mood. That's another one. Okay, Mood. yeah,
2: yeah, yeah.
0: Oof. Apparently, <laughs> boomers think, I don't know if that's true. I, boomers think that. I think
2: boomers might not be fully, you know, with it at this point, but there are a couple <laughs> that they got
0: right. Well, this one, too, when you're on the internet and you're asking for recommendations, I this one drives me crazy, and they're like, and go.
2: Okay, yeah, that's a very popular, I'm also over that one. Adulting is oh, another we one. we always say adulting.
0: And then my very favorite on the list, my very favorite, boomers th- say, the millennials say this way too much, saying, I'm sorry, but, followed by something completely normal. Like, I'm sorry, but why is this pizza so freaking delicious? Okay, I love saying it, though, because it leads you to think that I'm going to
2: say something else. It's really funny. Ooh, it's
0: a bait and switch.
2: I'm sorry, but, like, can we just take a look at this right now? Because it's so cool, right? It's so millennial in here, I can't even.
1: <laughs> Sophie and Jeff, the podcast. If you were to think about
2: it, how many dirty dishes are in your sink right this second?
0: Do you want an answer to that
2: question? Well, I'm waiting for Ryan to answer the question because (laughs) I told him that I did not want to come home to dirty dishes today. So we'll see if he does the pan that's been soaking in the sink overnight. It needs to soak, babe. Yeah. (laughs)
0: It's got to soak. I can't clean it right now. What about you? Zero. There are zero in my sink.
2: Oh, good. But will there be any when you get home?
0: Oh, there won't be any when I get home. No, there sometimes are when my wife gets home, Okay, but she is slowly but surely beating it out of me. (laughs) Well,
2: I was just thinking because if your son is at home today while you're at work.
0: From zero, he's never, ever left a thing in the sink because the training is real. Well, it's
2: fine. You whip him. It's fine. We know. know. (laughs) I don't. She does. All right. We're going to talk about the average dirty dish and how long it actually sits in your sink. It may make you feel better. It may make you feel worse.
1: Sophie and Jeff, the podcast.
2: Dirty dishes in the sink are one of those things in life where it either really bothers you or you could not care less about it.
0: Right.
2: So who are you?
0: I'm the careless.
2: Oh God! It, why I I have a hard time. <laughs> I just don't understand how you cannot like how you can look and see that and it not look out of place and and make you know the rest of the kitchen's clean but the dish is full of or the sink is full of dishes. It's just it's so wrong to me.
0: It's a hole where you put things and then you don't see it anymore.
2: Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Believe it or not, actually, you're a bit of an enigma. The younger you are. The more likely you are to leave these dishes in the sink Well, I am longer. immature.
0: I think we know that. That is
2: correct. Uh, half of Gen Zers okay, mm-hmm. said that they leave dishes in the sink on average between one and four days. And that's totally Whoa. acceptable. Whoa, By the no. way, it gets hard and crusty oh, after no. like a couple of hours. Yeah. What are you using for those dishes? I don't know, man. That's or are you a, they, just throwing them out? Well,
0: you know what's happening? You know what's even grosser about that? In order for it to not get harder, that's why it's there four days. One day it gets hard and sticky. Then you have to soak it. So you have this like stagnant swamp water in your sink. <laughs> Ew, gross. Oh, yeah, it's sitting there. Okay. So listen, we don't put anything in our sink mm-hmm. uh, because my wife is the exact same as you about this. It drives her out of her mind. I just
2: hate it. I really hate it. The
0: number one pet peeve on her list is the peanut butter knife thrown onto the stainless steel sink because it stains and you have to really clean the sink. And she likes gleaming stainless steel sinks. I'm like, for who? For who, Sophie? For her. Yeah, it's exactly. it's,
2: ple- it's pleasant to the eye. Yes. Listen, you're not going to convince me I'm on her side. I know you 100 percent on Gah! this. OK, also the whole idea that if you just put a, a dish or a glass on the sink at the, or on the counter at the edge of the sink, that it's going to magically, I don't know, hop into the sink and wash itself or hop into the Like, why not just take the extra step? And if you're not going to wash it, fine, put it in the sink. I'll wash it or put it in the dishwasher.
0: Here's the thing. There's a thing that happens uh, with—now, I won't speak for all men because this is, you know, I don't want to be sexist, but there's a lot of us out here who find out after the fact, like, we've we've been putting our glass in the same place every, you know, for for years, and we come back and it's clean. It's like it's a magical thing that happens. The clean fairy? The fairies Uh take care of it.
2: All right. Well, listen. If you are not a Gen Zer <laughs> and you're just another person, the average dirty dish sits in your sink for a day and a half.
0: So, is this millennials or everybody else? Everybody else. Okay. So, a day and a half. Mm-hmm. That's still that is too long. Like, even I have an alarm. A day is it for me? A ha- the half day is egregious. Yeah. <laughs> it's but a you, lot. What's yours? One hour. No, it's right away. It's zero. I can't. Zero, so nothing in the sink we're ever. Eating
2: dinner, like we'll stop. We'll or watching a show, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. We'll stop. I'll do the dishes, and then we'll go back to watching the show because mm-hmm. I can't relax if all the
0: dishes are dirty. Oh, so what you're saying is you'll cook the dinner, sit down and watch something while eating. Yeah. And then when you're done eating, you're like, yeah. I'm going to clean up. Yeah. And we even pause though you're it. halfway through the like most intense point of the show, it doesn't show. matter.
2: It's I'm not going to be able to relax because there's and I don't like sitting around dirty dishes. I don't like leaving them on the table. No chance.
0: Have you spoken to someone about that? Like that? <laughs> <laughs> I also don't use a dishwasher. I just hand wash. You know, people make fun of people who are like this, but yeah. I have learned because mm-hmm. I was an absolute, and I'll just say it, a pig. Like, like honestly, like gross. Because your mommy cleaned up after yeah. you. and yeah. it was a real problem. I She did me a real disservice. Thanks, mom. <laughs> she was great. Uh, anyway, so I just didn't see, I'm not joking, you don't see pop cans and like, you just don't see it. Weird. And now, mm-hmm. whenever the house is like, whenever I've done my job and I've cleaned up a room, the calmness you actually feel is real. See? It is a de-stress. See? I agree with you, even though there's extremes. Like you're like not waiting, willing to wait one minute.
2: Okay, well you hate on us, but you love living in the calm. <laughs> it's true. Okay. It's true. Okay. I don't get it.
1: Ottawa's morning pickup with Sophie and Jeff, the podcast. The podcast.
2: Just after seven o'clock on the morning pickup with Sophie and Jeff, we have a therapy Thursday coming up around 7:30. It's an awkward wedding problem. With um, a judgy bride who doesn't want to be judgy.
0: Huh. Uh, We've got thoughts. Can't wait. Yeah. Coming up in your useless question. I hate when this happens on a plane.
2: You really do. I kind of also do, but I'll take it or leave it.
1: I'm on a plane. We'll see what you (laughs) say. Useless question of the day with the morning pickup.
2: Good morning. Today's useless question is all about planes, but only 14% of people hate when this happens on one.
0: 94, 94, 94 You can text it with standard rate supply or call it in. 613-750-9494. 14%. So very low. It's lower than I thought. I'm in the 14%. Yeah. 14% of people hate when this happens on a plane. That is your useless question.
2: <laughs> All right. I think you're going to get this pretty quick. Again, only 14%, but they hate it. First person who gets the right <laughs> answer wins. 100 bucks in lotto, 649 vouchers. That includes the gold ball jackpot and the guaranteed $1 million prize plus the classic jackpot of $5 million. Good luck.
1: Useless question of the day with the morning pickup. All
2: right, 14% of people hate when this happens on a plane. A crying baby. Oh, man, that's so tough.
0: Yeah, I I never hold it against the baby, though. Although it's Uh, just... Against
2: the baby? Shut that kid up. I don't
0: understand. Like, it's a baby, so... Weirdly, that one doesn't bother me as much as children who can speak who are misbehaving yeah. and kicking the back of my chair and well, you not doing anything about it.
2: The the crying baby <laughs> it is definitely something you hate. Like, you don't want to listen yeah, to that no, all, the whole time. Not. But you can't be angry about it because there's not much you can do. True fact. Someone who snores, oh my God.
0: Ooh. Yeah, that's yeah. a good one. Someone who takes off their shoes.
2: Yeah. Listen to this, mm-hmm. and this is the big debate. When someone puts their seat back oh, too far. there we go. Now, what's too far? Because it goes as far as it goes. <laughs> But you don't like when someone puts their seat back at all, let's that's, be honest, yeah, right? that's right. Listen, it, when it's time to sleep, it's time to sleep.
0: What about someone who sits next to you and talks too much or is chatty?
2: Yeah, yeah. Oh, God, don't talk
0: to me. What are you doing? I had a great flight with a with a guy on my last flight. I you know, you love to chat. Out of Newark. Ugh. Good guy. Right? Amazing photographer.
2: Yeah? How about when people <laughs> lean on you? Oh, i right? had that. Or they take up both armrests? Both.
0: The middle person gets both. No, they don't. Ask a flight attendant. No, they don't. They do. No, they don't. You have to
2: sit in the middle. No, they don't. I don't care. You don't get both armrests. You get
0: one armrest. Pick one. Okay, let me... T- let me. I'm sorry, we're having this in the middle. Let me say this. I'm if not. the middle person doesn't get both armrests, that means someone else gets both armrests. No,
2: there's only one armrest at the window seat. Sometimes. Right?
0: What? No. There's one Everybody
2: on the- gets one. Everybody gets one. Okay. Okay?
0: If the middle person doesn't get both... Then one of no, the Because other two listen,
2: you can't use the armrest in the aisle seat because you get you end up getting hit by stuff. So no one puts their no one puts their both arms on the aisle seat because they can't. You just get elbowed by the freaking cart or you get bumped by somebody's butt or somebody's hip.
0: More on this in another episode of the morning pickup. <gasps> Moving on. Uh, <laughs> 14% of people hate when this happens on a plane. Being moved to first class, I see what they're saying here. Like 86% of people like it. Maybe I there's see, 14% I see, I see. Who don't. Yeah. yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. These are all great guesses. <laughs> no, they're not the answers. Hmm. The answer, though, did come to us from someone who is very clever. Her name is Christina Briggs.
0: It's when people clap at the landing. Yes, okay, so when the plane lands and everybody claps,
1: woo! I know, I know. Yay! I
2: don't understand it. 14% of people hate it. Christina knew it. Congratulations, you were the first person with the right answer. 100 bucks in a lot of 649 vouchers, Christina, for you. Now, why are we? Why is it so cringy? I don't know. It's I not find that a, big a deal. I don't
0: know. It's like cringy, cringy. honestly.
2: I don't like it either. I'm not a huge fan. But uh, I think it's funny when people still do it because it's kind of a social faux pas now.
0: Well, you know... If you're on a chartered flight to Cancun. Yes. And it lands, the clapping, I think, is different than a clapping and you land oh, in Chicago like we're here. O'Hare. It's hot. Yes, it's hot. It's hot. Thank God. We love it. That's the Canadian clap. Uh, That's okay. different for me than oh. if you land in, like, Chicago O'Hare Airport and if you're like, okay, we okay. lived. Like, How do you, know. you
2: tell the difference between the claps? There is
0: a big difference. All right. What do they sound like? Well, one is a, like a relief, jubilance Like thank God for we're out of the snow clap and I can't explain what that is but you know it when you hear it okay and And then and the other is like just like I don't know annoying like yeah all right and then you know yeah there are fewer people in the uh, regular clap than in the Canadian clap the Canadian clap is amazing
2: okay so the regular clap is uh, not with as much conviction
0: that's right almost like a
2: oh oh God oh thank God yeah you did it we're here so funny we didn't die. (laughs) <laughs> All right. Good to know.
1: Sophie and Jeff, the podcast. It's
2: a Therapy Thursday here on The Morning Pickup with Sophie and Jeff coming up. It's a bride who doesn't want to be judgy, but might be judgy anyway.
0: I think uh, this is one of the first times I'm not on side with our email.
1: Is this some radical new therapy? Welcome to Therapy Thursdays with The Morning Pickup. Home.
2: Here we we go. Today's Therapy Thursday comes to us from C. Dear Sophie and Jeff, I've got an awkward wedding problem. I'm getting married in April and want to invite two co-workers I'm really close with. One of them, Megan, she's calling, quote unquote. is in the middle of a divorce. It was a really bad marriage. I witnessed it. She started an affair while married and she's still seeing this guy, but in secret they do consider themselves a couple. I don't want to seem judgy, but I don't think Megan's current situation qualifies as a true committed relationship, which is sort of the bar I set with deciding who gets to bring a plus one to my wedding i know she'll be hurt and upset if i don't let her bring him because she considers him a boyfriend but i've only met him once and don't want her to debut him there can i invite the other co-worker's husband and not her boyfriend is there a way i can handle this tactfully okay
0: i am <laughs> floored a little bit all
2: right why well, so- what are your initial thoughts here
0: I don't think Megan's current situation qualifies as a true committed relationship, which is sort of the bar I set when deciding who gets to bring a plus one to my wedding. So like you're the full judge jury on whether or not someone's in a good, like a relationship you believe in. <laughs> like, I don't understand that s- statement.
2: Yeah, I don't, I don't really know. Um,
0: That's why interesting. Do I,
2: how do I say this? I don't know why you care.
0: Well right. there's another thing she says. I don't really want him to debut there, like debut him there.
2: But who's gonna pay all this attention to that? You know what I mean? Yeah, like, I, I why think is that's this right. such a big deal? And to be honest, I, you know, when I think about my girlfriends, and if this was a situation. That one of my friends was in. I I would just, I could never, I could never make them feel bad. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. This is very uncomfortable. There's also
0: something else that's weird for me. Yeah. Strange, uh, odd, out of place. That when I was a single person. Yeah. If someone invited me to the we- their wedding, I, they always said bring a plus one. Like even though I was single. Yeah. So sometimes you would bring someone you... Hardly know to a wedding. Yeah.
2: I mean, also, that's the thing. You don't always know the plus ones, right? right? I like, thought
0: that was normal. Because you don't know if I'm in a relationship I haven't told anyone about. And maybe that's when I, you know, I'd be like, hey, do you want to come to a wedding with me and have fun? I've also just brought friends to a wedding to have fun and like whatever. Like, I don't know. It's kind of.
2: And you even say it was a really bad marriage. Yeah. I so... witnessed it. Like, so if you know, she's she's been through a lot. I don't know. This is tough. And I, I just I got I guess I don't really know why you care. What what is it is it well, gonna ruin your day? Is there, it gonna matter?
0: I think there are two schools of thought on on weddings. There are those who want who want to control it all to make it literally perfect. So like for her, like it's her day, yeah, and so she wants everything to work exactly and not having a debut boyfriend like the attention at all diverted from her or Ugh, her day or right. them, the couple, whatever it could be that. I'm just spitballing, but uh, I think you're thinking way too deeply about this, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I
2: agree. Okay, yeah. well, what do you think? <laughs> We've already got some thoughts on this, and I'm not sure that, see, you're going to like them, but hey, you put yourself <laughs> out there, and that's all we can ask, so thank you for your email.
1: Wake up with Sophie and Jeff. Weekday mornings on Ottawa's Pure Country
0: 94.
2: Today's Therapy Thursday just took a little bit of a turn, so we started with a few conversations coming in that we haven't shared yet, but people have their thoughts on C, who sent an email about her wedding. Coming up in April, wanting to invite a co-worker who has has a boyfriend but he's kind of a secret and it's sort of an affair and she's kind of in the middle of a divorce and doesn't really want him to be there. Right. Now, what's interesting is that we're getting uh a few people who are uh empathizing with the bride. We sure are. Yeah. And uh, we're going to share some of those. Can't wait. Yeah. uh, We've got some strong opinions coming through.
1: Yeah, they can't solve their own problems, so they'll try to solve yours. Therapy Thursdays on the Morning Pickup.
2: Today's Therapy Thursday comes from C, who says she wants to invite two close co-workers to her wedding, one of which uh, is going through a divorce in a really bad marriage, started an affair with a guy who she's still seeing. They are considered a couple, but... C doesn't necessarily want him at the wedding because it's kind of weird.
0: Okay. Um, a lot of response. This person agreeing on text. Well, if she's paying per head for a plate of food for someone that she may not know at like $125 a head, let's just say that's the case. Then, yeah, I wouldn't really want a debut boyfriend that I don't know there either if I'm going to be paying for five-course meal for him. Okay. Okay.
2: But this is one of your close friends, right? Yeah. Let's keep that in mind. Kim has something uh, to counter that. She says on Facebook, weddings are more fun with a plus one. A friend of mine had a wedding years ago and I was in between guys at the time, so I ended up just bringing my best friend and we made a weekend out of it. It was a lot of fun. Maybe Megan will be with someone new by that point. If she's important to you, be there. Is she worth that extra plate to you?
1: Mm. Okay.
2: So that's a good point. Like, what is one extra plate if it's for your close friend and the person she wants to bring?
0: Yeah. uh, Yeah, I I'm confused by her entire position on it, to be honest. I mean, you said something like that if you were Megan, Mm -hmm. the person who is in the new relationship, you might not bring.
2: I might choose not to bring him just because uh, it's a bit of a strange situation and people may get the wrong idea or or like, I I don't like to, I just would, I wouldn't want to draw any attention to myself in Mm. that situation. But uh, if Megan wants to bring him and she understands that it could come with s- any of that and she's okay with that, then I like, uh, what do I care? She has somebody to dance with. Right. At the end. Of the, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I, I just.
0: This person says, good morning. The wedding is in April, not February. So by that time, they may have already had their debut. Yet yeah, there's a bit of time. That's a very good point. Yeah. Like, hello.
2: <laughs> That's true. Okay. Debbie says, it seems like Megan wasn't just in a bad marriage, but a bad friendship, too. She's upset, Debbie. C can do whatever she wants. That's how weddings work. But she doesn't understand how much a plus one or she doesn't much understand about a plus one or a friendship beyond judgy.
0: Okay, well, the other way, why in the flying blank would you invite somebody to your wedding that's special and celebration of a bond and of joining two people together? Why would you invite somebody that doesn't respect the sanctity of marriage? Yeah,
2: okay, so some people uh, are really serious about that stuff. And I agree, the sanctity of marriage is is a very sacred, important thing. But our emailer says she was in a bad marriage and she witnessed it. So how much of that is in your control? You know what I mean? Like how, at what point do we give our closest people a little bit of extra space? Yeah. No
0: one's in the middle here, Sophie. Yeah. Weird.
2: I don't know. I don't know. This
0: one says, um, this girl needs to get over herself. Her friend is there (laughs) supporting her by being in her wedding. You saying her marriage was bad. You should be there for her. Period. Yeah. Uh Uh-oh, we got to suck it up,
1: princess, here. Okay, can't wait. (laughs) Sophie and Jeff,
0: the podcast.
2: Good morning. Things are getting heated on a Therapy Thursday. A lot of very strong opinions about today's email (laughs) from C about her upcoming wedding in April and whether she should let her friend and co-worker bring her plus one. You can find all the details on our
0: socials. Uh, Squid Game the reality show is coming and some people said that there have been some major injuries on it. We'll talk about it. Luke Ryan has to apologize for what he said about Dustin Lynch drama in Mexico. And police checked on Britney Spears because people asked them to. I'll tell you what happened.
2: Yeah. I'm not surprised. All right. All of that and more coming up in the next 10 minutes in just three things. First though. Pure Country.
1: Pure Country 94's $1,000 Minute.
2: Lauren is on the line, ready to take on the $1,000 Minute. Ten questions in 60 seconds. Answer them all correctly, and you could be $1,000 richer. If you don't, you'll get $10 for each right answer. You can pass if there's time at the end. Jeff will go back to the question you passed on. First answer you give us is the one we have to accept, okay?
1: Okay.
0: Okay. Good luck. Here we go, Lauren, in three, two, one. Which big cat is the largest? Tiger. How many planets are there in the solar system? Nine. Identify the verb in this sentence Sophie drives to Home Sense.
1: <laughs> drives.
0: What number do you dial in an emergency? 911. True or false, amphibians can live on land and water? True. How many zeros in one billion?
1: Nine. Nine.
0: Which continent is bigger, North America or Africa? North America. This ABC reality series has one man date many women at once. The Bachelor. Humans inhale oxygen and exhale what?
1: Carbon dioxide.
0: Pedro Pascal stars in this trending post-apocalyptic series on Crave. Pedro Pascal stars in this trending post-apocalyptic series on Crave.
1: The Last of uh, (laughs) Us. Last of Us. Oh, got it in there
2: just in time, okay. We'll see if that's right. Lauren, you getting a little help from your wifey there.
1: <laughs> a little bit. All right.
2: Okay. Well, it's all going in the same bank account, right? Here we go. Which big cat is the largest? You said the tiger. That's correct. How many planets are there in our solar system? There are eight. You said nine. Now, uh, I'm looking into this, and it does say eight. eight. The sun and eight planets.
1: Right. Oh. When I grew up, there were nine. Yeah. Oh, right. Pluto, Pluto, is, Pluto is no was longer. Pluto is downgraded. hmm uh,
2: uh. identify the verb in this sentence Sophie drives to home sense the uh, verb is drives and yes I will be doing that this weekend what number do you dial in an emergency yes 911 true or false amphibians can live on land and water yes true how many zeros in one billion you said nine that's correct which continent is bigger North America or Africa you said North America right is that, is that what I heard
0: No. yes but, he did yeah, that's right okay.
2: and, but I think your wife said Africa yeah I think that's right <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's actually Africa, so that one it was incorrect. You can fight about that later. <laughs> this ABC reality series has one mandate. Many women at once, The Bachelor is correct. Humans inhale oxygen and exhale, yes, carbon dioxide. And Pedro Pascal stars in the trending post-apocalyptic series on Crave. You got The Last of Us
0: just in time. Lauren, $80. Good job.
1: Okay, thank All you. Right. <laughs> Listen for your next chance to win $1,000 with the $1,000 Minute. Tomorrow morning at 8 on The Morning Pickup. One, two, three. Jeff's Three Things.
0: Thing one. All right, we're going to start with some contestants that were apparently severely injured making the Squid Game reality show based off of the Squid Game fake show. Uh, so in the original Squid Game, everybody died, so this isn't that bad. Uh, but I guess... Uh, there are real contestants playing real games for real money in this. It's shooting in England right now. And one of the games they played was red light, green light, just like the original show. But a British tabloid says contestants were forced to play outside in sub-zero temperatures. Oh and my And a few were severely injured. Netflix completely denies this. It's totally untrue, they're saying. Okay. Okay. I believe Netflix. <laughs> Thing two, Luke Bryan had to apologize to Dustin Lynch. Woo. Yeah, this is kind of silly. So, listen, he was at Crash My Playa on stage. Everyone's drunk all the time there. That's what this is about.
2: Yes. yes. Uh, and he was very, very drunk.
0: So, he introduces Dustin Lynch and is like, no one's drank more li- liquor. No one's vomited more. No one's taking more drugs. No one's. The reason <laughs> this is funny is because Dustin Lynch is a clean eating straight shooter. So like he's not this guy. So anyway, it was an awkward intro either way.
2: Yes. It
0: the humor felt flat, but people jumped all over him so he had to apologize, apologize. officially.
2: You know what's weird about this is that the only reason you're there is because Luke Bryan invited you and you're the host. Right. Like he's yeah. the host, you yeah. know. I know everybody paid for it, but like it's it's really weird. It's like going over to somebody's house for dinner and then getting upset with them because of something they said. <laughs> It's really weird. We've been at those parties. Yeah, and I mean, he barely said
0: anything, but okay. No, and you know what? It's it's because you can tell what's happening here. When you hear it and you're sitting at your desk, that's different than being... In Mexico with a cerveza in your hand and someone's just, like, joking around. Also, they're friends. I think he knows the boundaries, right? right?
2: Better than we do?
0: Whatever. Just checking. Uh, Yeah, Dustin. He called Dustin to make sure everything's good. Dustin responded, thanks for the call. Love you, bro. All good. We had a lot of fun down there, again, with the pirates. I mean- it's a vibe. All right. Finally, thing three. Mm-hmm. Police actually did a welfare check on Britney Spears last night around 11 p.m.
2: Okay. Thank you. Is she okay?
0: Well, apparently she deleted her Instagram account, which she's done like 50 times in the last few years. Yeah. But her fans got worried and started calling the cops. Okay. To check on her. She's been uh, seen getting up at a rest, getting upset at a restaurant recently. She seems a little bit more manic than normal. Yeah. So, and changed her name to River Red. Like, yeah, that's weird, weird stuff going on. So, they call uh, the cops on her, and everything's fine, said the police. Okay. Remember, she was in a conservatorship. She, yeah. Like, she's not, I don't think she's mentally uh, perfect or doing perfectly.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, so, this Who is knows? her free. Yeah. She's living her life. Okay. And that's what you need to know. Oh, my. <laughs>
2: Sophie and Jeff, the podcast. Here we go. We are back to the therapy Thursday because a lot of you have stuff to say about this. Mm. So C wrote to us saying that she's got a wedding problem. I'm getting married in April. I want to invite two coworkers I'm really close with. One of them is Megan in the middle of a divorce, bad marriage, has been seeing someone started an affair yep. at the end of her marriage, and they are a couple, but they are still seeing each other in secret. She doesn't want to come across judgy, but she doesn't think that Megan's relationship is what qualifies as a true committed relationship. And in that way, doesn't want her uh, to bring him as a plus one to the wedding. Okay, because that's the bar she uses. But she wants to invite the other co-worker's husband.
0: Right. So this is garnered some seriously heavy response like this. It says, oh, my God, tell that woman to get off her high horse. Mm -hmm. Does she think she is her poor new husband? Uh, Who does she think she is? Her poor new husband-to-be. Yikes. Whoa. Yeah. Yikes. Okay.
2: (laughs) Uh, Debbie is siding here, I think... With the emailer. First okay. of all, it's C's wedding and she can invite whomever she pleases. And the plus one is part of that invite and it's her day. She will be busy and can avoid, but she should be comfortable with who's at her wedding. If she has reservations, then have a conversation with Megan because there will be issues. If she doesn't invite her, maybe stay away from inviting both co-workers. But these are your friends.
0: Okay. That didn't help. That feels more complicated now. <gasps> I don't know what you said that we should do. Yeah. Um, I said that this that C is acting like the judge and jury for your relationship, like what's right and what's wrong, and someone uh, took issue with that. Jeff, I don't think she's acting like she's the judge of all relationships. Mm-hmm. I think the delivery made it seem that way, but it's not what she meant. I feel like she's just saying that this is a day built on love, and if she's already having yucky feelings about it, why would she want that kind of energy on her mind during her wedding day? It's her day, and like she said, she only met him once. Weddings are expensive. I don't think she should waste a plus one on this. She ob- She's obviously bothered by it because she doesn't agree with the mor- that moral compass which is fine to each their own
2: okay but uh, okay okay fine okay mm-hmm. but don't you want your guests to have a good time
0: Right. Like, isn't uh, yeah. that
2: important too? Like, don't you want the people that are celebrating with you to have a good time? Like, what's Megan supposed to do if she doesn't have a plus one?
0: I think people, yeah. I think it depends on what you think weddings are for you. I guess that's true. So for me, like, our wedding was like, let's have a party. Yeah. And let's have the most fun ever with yeah. all the people we love the most. Yeah. Celebrating the fact that we love each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it was more focused on that. Other people focus on it being, like, the most important day Um, ever, and that it has to be perfect, and that we want... And all the focus has to be on them at all times. Yeah, them all the time. And then, like, that it needs to be curated to perfection. But by the way, that's not actually even possible. So you're almost guaranteed to be... I feel like you're almost guaranteed to be Those are always the weddings with the most drama, by the way, isn't that funny?
2: (laughs) Um, Okay, so I had mentioned that, you know, if, if Megan was my friend, I wanted... I want her to sort of make that decision. It's up to her if she wants to bring him and and sort of deal with whatever might come with that. And so I got called out too. This text says, Sophie, uh, I'm going to have to call you out. You contradicted yourself. You said, what if Megan wants to draw the attention to herself by bringing the plus one? Well, that's exactly what the bride doesn't want, so you understand the point, I think. So I didn't say if Megan wants to draw that attention to herself. What I meant was that if there is any sort of issue, which I highly doubt there would be, it certainly wouldn't affect me. I think it would more affect Megan. Yeah. If people were, you know, giving her weird looks or whatever it, the case might be. Hmm. I guess my point was, it's more important to me how my friend Megan feels and okay. if she's okay.
0: So this, yeah, this uh, text brings up a point that I don't think we've thought about. What? This says, hang on. So friend is having a secret affair. It's a secret. She's oh, yeah. not going to expose her secret. And if she's seen the guy in public at all, it ain't no secret.
2: Yeah, I know. I was a little confused about that myself. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, here's a text that says, it's not the place to introduce a new boyfriend at a wedding. Taking the attention away from the bride and groom, especially if it's controversial. Well, what, but when, it's a great opportunity to, intru- like, it's it's Everyone's a great there. opportunity <laughs> to introduce someone new. You know what I mean? And like, does introducing a new boyfriend take away from the bride and groom?
0: I don't know. So, by the way, so what is the stat- what's the statute of limitation? How long do I need to know a person before they get invited? Is it 3 months, 6 months, or a year? Like
2: Right. Like have you in your past never been invited to a wedding with someone you just started dating? Yes, yeah, yeah. exactly. Okay. Yeah. Like I didn't know I I went to a wedding like years and years ago with a guy who asked me about, like the on the third date which I thought was way too soon. I'm like, right. what the heck? Why am I going to do with this wedding? Mm-hmm. And I I had I knew no one. By the way, I have no recollection of that wedding at all. I don't remember what who where. No idea. But I just, I didn't know a soul.
0: Right. And I went to one of those too. I uh, made the mistake of drinking way, way too much.
2: Maybe that's what I did and I am blacked <laughs> out and can't remember. <laughs>
0: well, the ride home with her parents was interesting. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was very awkward. And then they never saw each other again. Pretty much. Selfie and Jeff, the podcast.
2: Good morning about that time to wrap things up on a Therapy Thursday, which has everybody split in the middle. I don't think there's anybody who's sort of on the fence about this one at all. From C, you can check it out on our socials. It's a bit of a wordy email. So in a nutshell, C's getting married in April, wants to invite two very close co-workers, one of which is having an affair because she's in the middle of a divorce of a really bad marriage. Um, and apparently it's kind of a secret and like not a lot of people know about this relationship. Okay. So she doesn't want, uh, this Megan coworker to bring this guy as a plus one to the wedding.
0: Okay. There are, uh, is, that, is that a good enough explanation? Yes, yeah, so it's totally perfect. Okay. okay. So this person says, uh, on text, would you have given a plate for her ex-husband? If you would have given a plate for someone that made her miserable, why wouldn't you give a plate for someone that makes her happy? If she feels awkward, that's not on you. Yeah. Just enjoy your wedding. Let her bring who she wants so she can feel comfortable.
2: <clears throat> okay. I like that. That's nice. I don't mind that. Uh, Sylvie has uh, a solution.
0: Okay. Oh, a solution. Excellent.
2: Mm-hmm. Save on the drama and the wedding fees. Get married at City Hall. <laughs> have only immediate family and close friends. Limit of 10 people. Spend the cash you would have spent on flowers, hall rental dress oh, that you'll only wear once and go on a two-week honeymoon. Use the rest as a deposit on a home. Sylvia, you know what? That actually sounds great, but I think it's already done So It's coming up in April, so I'm pretty sure most of the plans are made.
0: Yeah, I would say right? so. Yeah. This text, I'm definitely on the side of weddings are expensive and pick and choose wisely who you invite. I had to draw the line at my own wedding. The husband was invited, but the wife was not because I had so many issues with her. But also, if it's a secret relationship, I doubt they're going to start out in the open. Uh, out in the open relationship at a wedding unless the man in question could also be considered a friend. It's potentially on the guest list as well. But if not, I'd say just invite the friend and don't give the plus one.
2: But Okay, so my thing is, like, huh. do you really want to cause a rift between you and, and this person just because of this? Like, why don't you just give her the option of bringing him? You know, it's there's a strong chance she doesn't bring him. There's a strong, strong chance, chance that if she wants to continue to keep this hush-hush, she's not going to bring him to your wedding. Is she, is Megan,
0: quote-unquote because that's not her real name. Is she famous? Like, right. I, like the only way that anyone would care about who's on her arm is if she were somebody of note. Like, oh, there's the new man. Right, Da-da-da-da. but that's another like, thing. who cares?
2: Have you found yourself in a situation like that in the last few years? I feel like it used to be that way. It does, I don't remember a time where I've been somewhere where I feel like people are whispering about yeah, me behind no. my back, and, like, people are talking about what you're doing, and...
0: Here's what happens.
2: Everybody's open about everything. It's Facebook world.
0: Here's, yeah, exactly. Here's what happens. Uh, I'm cutting into my rubber chicken, taking a bite, and my, and my wife will be like, oh, there's Megan yeah. and uh, her new guy. And I'll be like, oh, yeah, cool. Like, yeah. no one, nobody, there's none of this. I don't, uh, maybe it's just uh, who we hang out with or whatever, but- there's no drama around any of that stuff anymore. Like nobody cares.
2: Kathy says, "I miss when you could bring a guest." As a single mom for many years, I went alone. Not a problem. I'm outgoing, but what if I wasn't? At my first huh. wedding, I let people invite whoever they wanted. All right. I just, I just want my if I if Megan's a good friend of yours, I would want her to have a good time, and I wouldn't want her to feel like I'm judging her. If everyone else is going to judge her, I want to be at least one of the people in her life that she knows I've got her back.
0: Right. That's right. just me. It's the, the part of this that really. Is, is astonishing too, is that you witnessed and said in your email that it was an awful marriage. That's the
2: part that I have trouble with. Like, you know how bad it was for her as her friend. Give her, like, you got to throw her a little bit of a bone here if she's a good friend to you. And I don't know, maybe let her, I, I, I feel like if I was Megan, I probably wouldn't bring the guy. That's just my opinion. Right. But if, at least if you give her the option, it makes her feel like you're not making her feel bad.
0: Yeah, and is it that big a deal? This text might wrap it up nicely. How many people at the wedding even know Megan's past history? Right. Probably less than 10 people. Don't make a mountain out of a molehill. Are we making too big a deal of it? Are you thinking too much about anyone giving a crap? I don't think they will.
2: Right, it's your coworker. How many people at your wedding know anybody you right. work with? Do you?
1: <laughs> Wake up with Sophie and Jeff.
0: Weekday mornings on Ottawa's Pure Country 94. I don't
2: know whether to describe today's Therapy Thursday as a success or not. Like, what do we measure success?
0: Uh, by how many people jumped in and, and tried to help out.
2: Okay. So it's a success. All right. So that is a success. A lot of people had something to say. Very polarizing today. If you missed it, don't worry. You can still find it on our socials. Join the conversation there. And we had so much great advice. We didn't get to all of it.
0: No, we did and We will. After the show, though, of course, we will jump on our socials uh, and share a bunch of stuff that you had to say that we left on the table.
2: Okay. I'm looking forward to that because uh, I feel like you and I just... Got shut down completely.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, because and that's fair, right? Yeah. If we say something you disagree with, we want you to jump in on that because that's what makes this interesting. Absolutely. Okay. By the way, mm-hmm. if you have an issue, yes, and want to ha- do, have you a little, need a tissue, yeah, have a little fun with it. Go to purecountry94.ca and send us your therapy Thursday. Change the names. Do whatever you need to do. Yeah,
2: know? please. Uh, you just click on the morning pickup, scroll down a little bit. You'll see uh, there's room for your email there. Also, if you have entered a uh, therapy Thursday, sent one to us, and we tackled it on the show, please send us a follow up Friday because we'd love to do that too.
0: I'm trying to get that going, but people are like, "Got my advice. See ya." I know. <laughs> so ungrateful. <laughs>
1: Sophie and Jeff, the podcast.
0: Jeff's three things are coming up. We're going to talk about uh, your nail polish dryer and why it might be dangerous. Yeah, oh, this is bad news. Oh my gosh. Plus, we found a way to prevent the common cold in children. This is a game changer, something we never we knew about it already. We'll talk <laughs> about that as well. And mm-hmm. Ottawa is a disappointing city to visit. We disagree.
1: One, two, Jeff's three things.
0: You know, uh, I don't know much about this kind of thing, but I guess when you get your nail polish done or whatever, they use a light to dry it.
2: So when you get your shellac manicures done Uh to set the shellac, you put your hands under a UV light that sets the shellac much faster than regular nail polish. Is that
0: the same as gel? The gel... Nail polish, because this says when you, the dryers are used to cure gel manicures it as well. Yeah, whatever. It does any yeah.
2: manicure that you get that isn't just regular nail polish, okay. you'll get your you'll put your hands under, and sometimes you use anyway. We use them all the time.
0: Like if you get them done a lot, they're worried about pageant contestants and estheticians. Okay, they're reporting cases of very rare cancers in the fingers. Oh my god! Because these things use UV light.
2: Right, UV rays, not just bad for your skin and eyes on everything else. But we right. forget about, we don't think about our hands as being part of our bodies.
0: Well, also, I just don't think of that as being UV light. Like, I guess it is blue, right, is blue it, light, or whatever? Yeah. Okay, yikes. Wow,
2: uh, and you think that
0: they, all the other chemicals they use would be a problem. Well, who knows, right? Okay. Like, I, I walk by one of those salons, I'm like, wow, that's a powerful chemical thing. Like, well,
2: that's something to be worried about. And I
0: actually think that uh, the people who work in there have been shown to be exposed to problems in their rest okay. of their life. Yeah. Well, add that to the list, everybody. Well, and again, this is for people who get them done all the right. time they're okay. seeing this. All right. All right. Thing two, Go. want to get rid of the common cold in kids? Maybe exercise <laughs> is a good idea. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> Apparently, uh, they uh, found in a study, um, in actually experiments, for every 1,000 steps a child took per day, the number of days they experienced cold symptoms decreased by four days. Wow. So they, it doesn't mean like you don't take that literally, but like as they measure your activity rate. So if a kid's more active, turns out they're more in shape in every way, including their immune system.
2: Yeah, that that also works for adults. Yes, it's it the does. same concept. Yes, yes, it yeah. does. Okay. Interesting.
0: <laughs> Common sense prevails. Yep. <laughs> Finally, thing three. According to this bogus study, I'm calling it that out of my own opinion, Ottawa is one of the most overrated cities in the world to visit.
2: I find this very offensive.
0: Well, and it's also stupid because Paris, Tokyo, Miami are on the list as overrated cities. I mean, is this list What are the
2: expectations? What What do you want from a city? My God. Right.
0: What's the most surprisingly amazing city? In the world, if not Miami, for God's sake, it's so Mordor. Great. <laughs> oh, how can you not? How can you cruise South Beach and be upset? I don't really understand it. Anyway, even our mayor Mark Sutcliffe has called out the study for being ridiculous, saying, "Where, in whose estimation, is Paris not a great city?" Yeah, uh, I agree. And that's what you need to. <laughs>
1: Sophie and Jeff,
2: the podcast. Here we are on another snowy, snowy day in Ottawa, the most overrated city to visit.
1: (laughs) Not true,
0: but a survey said it's true, that it is one of the most overrated cities in the world. Whatever. We're fourth in Canada. They say Toronto's overrated. Montreal. Yeah. Get out of here.
2: That is what we learned today. We highly disagree, obviously. There was some fine print in there that said something about, like, People are least likely to enjoy their visits there, which is so assumptive and like so totally not okay,
0: (laughs) Right. You're right. If you're you're staying at home from work today, Mm -hmm. there's no excuse to leave a dirty dish in the sink.
2: That's true. We did find out uh, that the average dirty dish sits in a sink for a day and a half, which apparently is acceptable to most people unless you're Jeff's wife or me. Right. Yeah. Uh, I I cannot stand the sight of a dirty dish for 30 seconds. I hate it. I know. <sighs> Thanks, babe.
0: <laughs> waiting for hint, those dirty dishes to There's go. There's a pot in the sink. I know this from having to hear about yeah, it this morning.
2: There is, uh, there is a cast iron pan in the sink. Right. And it better be gone when I get home. Okay. Okay. Right. Right? Yeah, you, that's uh, one of the things we learned today, too, that millennials like to use the word right, right, right. all the
0: time. So many... <sighs> Uh, different things that boomers say, mm-hmm. like landline. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> landline. Sit, sit here, I don't bite. <laughs> right, like these weird. <laughs> right, right. I, okay, so you stop. do it automatically. I, don't I do you? say it. Oh, it's
2: good. I like it. Okay. We were having a debate about what boomers think millennials say and what millennials think boomers say, and it was Great. pretty on point, to be honest.
0: Dead on. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Check please, or As, what was it? Oh, what? What's the damage? What's the, what's the damage, the damage yeah. when, when your dad goes to pay <laughs> the bill?
0: Handing the credit card. Yeah. Hope this works. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
2: If not, you're doing the dirty dishes that are in the sink. (laughs) Today's useless question was um, 14% of people hate when this happens on a plane.
0: Clapping at landing time.
2: Yes, clapping when the plane lands. Now, I actually thought way more people hated that than they do, but only 14% really, really cringe. I don't like it. Tina Briggs, congratulations. 100 bucks in lotto, 649 vouchers for you. <laughs> just for being the first person with the right answer. But Jeff did uh, elaborate on the two versions of clapping. There's the Canadian clap, which is, thank God we're out of winter. And it's
0: warm, and we're excited Woo! to be at the resort. Yeah, yeah, we're on vacation. And then there's the, like, we landed safely, or it was a nice landing by the pilot clap. Like, yeah. good landing, good la- I expect a good landing.
2: Yeah, someone said it's because it wasn't bumpy on the landing. Right. But I like the bump. <laughs> At the end. You know why? Because it's the first feeling of ground we've had in a long time, and I like that feeling.
0: Okay. Yeah. Okay.
2: That's that's all I need is that little bump to tell me, hey, we're here. It's also a good way to wake you up if you've been sleeping the whole time. <laughs> uh, today was also a Therapy Thursday, which we wrapped up, but we're going to continue on our socials after the show, and we will get to some of the advice we didn't have a chance to get to during the show because there was so much of it.
0: That's right. Can't wait. If you want to enter yours, go to purecountry94.ca right now.
2: Yeah, we would love to hear from you. We'll see you tomorrow. Please be safe out there. As you know, buses are obviously canceled. Schools are open. But, you know, be careful. Yeah. Choose wisely. Have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow.
1: Wake up with Sophie and Jeff.
0: Weekday mornings on Ottawa's Pure Country 94.